Kia ora, welcome to the Invisible Sensei podcast. Karate, kubudo, judo, jiu-jitsu, whatever the style of preference, we all have our own stories and experiences. We are all our own Invisible Sensei. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And again, thanks for taking time to listen. Kia ora, welcome to the Invisible Sensei podcast. Hope you're well wherever you are listening to this. The name of today's podcast is going to be Real World Application. And within the martial arts, as we know, that has many connotations. And for you, that may be in relation to technique, kata, whatever martial art you're doing, how the real-world application works in reference to self-defense or fighting or competition or whatever it is that you're studying your particular art or arts for. I want to talk today about real-world application as it applies to our everyday life. And I want to talk about it in reference to a personal situation which I have, in the last couple of weeks, been involved in. And obviously I'm going to leave some details out because this is not my conversation to have because it involves a very close friend. But um, it is about the recent suicide of someone that was very close to me a close friend and obviously I'm not going to mention his name because he is my friend but not my family and that's not my conversation to put out there this particular person was an incredible martial artist Muay Thai, Judo and a whole bunch of other things he was also a father and an academic and yeah, a whole bunch of other things and the reason that I want to talk about real world application is because I guess that I see the way in which I practice martial arts sometimes is in relation to an adversarial situation that being sparring, fighting or being in a situation where I'm having to defend myself so on and so forth and and those are fairly obvious things if you're training the martial arts. What I want to focus on today is how we prepare ourselves to use what we learn in the martial arts in realms other than martial. And this has been thrown sharply into relief for me personally by the recent death of my friend. He was one of those people that we had what I will term as youthful adventures with. We trained together. Uh, He was by far and away my senpai when it came to judo and every time I got on the floor with him I was reminded why. Uh, We eat food together. We knew each other's families. We did a lot of door work together and if you've done door work you know what a kind of I guess a brotherhood grows up when you're doing that sort of work together. (laughs) So, yeah, there was a lot of adventures had, a lot of fun, a lot of hanging out and lifting weights and sparring and door work and in all the experiences that go along with that sort of experience. And I wonder, how does what I'm learning, what I'm practicing and what I'm teaching prepare me for real world problems? the loss of a relationship, the death of a loved one, uh, losing a job or 
financial difficulties or going bankrupt. Um, you know, all those things which tend to define our lives and tend to be pivotal moments in our lives. How do I take what I practice on the dojo floor, in the gym, the gymnasium, or wherever, and then apply that in a real-world situation? How does being able to break a stack of bricks or choke a man out or kick someone in the face with a spinning hook kick, how does that equate to me having real-world skill in dealing with these situations? And I suppose the thing which comes to my mind trippingly is that the martial arts really are about perseverance and about building on basic skills with the recent death of my friend I wouldn't even begin to compare my loss to the loss of his family to his wife and to his child but what I can say is that for me the loss is extremely personal and how do we deal with loss building on basics well it's doing things like talking about our feelings and our emotions now some people especially in specific martial arts you know showing our emotions and all those sort of things saying well we don't do that here if you're having an emotion take it outside you know that's the sort of attitude but I like to think that what I'm teaching is not so much about combat in relation to someone else, but it's about being in conflict and combat with our, with ourselves. In particular, the notion of what it is to be a man. And we hear that toxic masculinity phrase thrown around, and some people may think it's PC, I think it's true. I know for me, I learned some really, for want of a better word, shitty attitudes growing up about what a man was and what a man wasn't one of the things that as a martial artist I learned early on was the importance of knowing when to tap especially in relation to grappling and so on and so forth tapping out realising that you've gotten to the limit of your ability to respond in a situation tapping out and learning something from that situation and Part of that is creating a relationship with your training partner or training partners that allows you to learn from that situation, to grow, come back stronger, and to find different ways to deal with that situation. And I think martial arts can be like that. I think if we keep it strictly in the physical realm, then I know for me I miss something on that. I've had some incredibly amazing martial artists that I have met over the years that were incredible fighters but terrible humans who lacked empathy, kindness or any kind of connection to the people that were around them and that's not the kind of person that I would hope to be and that's not the kind of person that I would like to create within my dojo so how do we apply these skills in our real lives just like the tap it's about understanding our limits and not being frightened to reach out, to talk to people, to seek support and to be honest with ourselves when we're in a place that seems like we can't get out or we cannot prevail or we cannot win. And with what's been happening in the world with COVID, people have been losing their livelihoods, their businesses and of course their loved ones. 
So it's important, not just in reference to suicide and those sort of things, but in reference to our mental, physical and spiritual health, which is what martial arts is really all about. To seek people to speak to, to ask for help, to not be so self-reliant as to be disconnected from what makes us human. Martial arts is about a path. And sometimes we step off that path, and that's okay. That's the point of having a path. Part of the fun of it is discovering the path and getting back on it if we've gone off it, and improving it and understanding what our destination is. And as we know, our destination changes. There's a wonderful saying that my good friend Ken of Kenfu TV put out, a few days ago I was listening to this incredible podcast do check it out if you get a chance Ken Fu TV on YouTube and he talked about an African saying and the African saying was if you want to move quickly move alone if you want to move far move together and I think that's a net description if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're feeling like you can't be yourself or show who you really are or what's going on for you, then I encourage you to tap. That's when we learn. I encourage you to look for those people, those persons, that organization, that professional, and speak to them. Understanding what makes us strong and understanding where we need to improve. And when we're making some mistakes is an integral part of any martial art. Understanding that Making mistakes is the only way we learn. Doing something wrong is the only way sometimes to learn how to do things right. So what is your real world application of the martial art that you do? How do you want to be perceived? How do you want your students and those people around you? What do you want them to see? Who do you want them to be? Do you want them to be clones that walk around the place with incredible kicks? and punches and chokes and throws and sweeps but are questionable human beings or do you want them to be good martial artists and healthy human beings I know which one I'm striving to be and I have not always been both or any of those things I encourage you to do the same that's what the Invisible Sensei podcast is about it's about listening to the Invisible Sensei that exists in you